0: Welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most viewed on the view podcast of all time. Welcome to The Prince, a fresh air. This is your host, the most charismatic man in entertainment. And I got to say, it is an honor and a pleasure to have this fellow guest on the podcast. And the reason why I say that is because her journey is something that uh, a lot of people probably can't relate to. Some people can, but I think it will inspire people. She's a true warrior. Um, you know, she's a content creator. She makes music, a weightlifter, a runner. Uh, she works with multiple health brands, helping people transform their health. Uh, she also works in nine-to-five as an occupancy specialist for three properties for a real estate developer in Los Angeles, California. And most of all, and which we're going to talk about a lot, is the fact that she was diagnosed with lupus at age 13, and yet she still does her thing. So let's introduce Kelsey Alamillo.
1: Hi, <laughs> that's me. Thank you for that introduction. Oh my gosh. Uh,
0: it, it's what I do. Well, l- let me put a disclaimer too. You know, um, it, it, it's ironic. You know, I work out and work at the same gym and yet yeah. you show up more than I do. So
1: <laughs> no, you're longer there. you stay there longer? Uh,
0: nah, no. And by the way, you still owe me five thousand dollars for all the video I'd be doing for you. But that, that's no. a conversation. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's I know. I was like trying to avoid. It. I'm like, oh, you want to? Can you record me?
0: <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'll put it on your tab. All right.
1: Oh no! <laughs> You're gonna secretly <laughs> charge my credit card that's already connected to the gym.
0: The FBI might be listening, so I will plead the fifth.
1: i know but who would have thought like you know because i remember i would just see you in the morning i was Mm -hmm. like okay yeah like you know just i'm checking into the gym and then i don't even know how it happened like how did i don't even know that we got in contact with each other and then just slowly and then you asked me to be on your podcast i forgot i'm just kind of like
0: you know how it happened because i'm the most charismatic man in entertainment (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay, there it is. That's the answer. Exactly. exactly.
0: That's what a money shot is. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So, so yeah. Let, let's get into it because, you know, like I said, I think it's your story, and you know, I don't know too much about, it. I know we talked about it a little bit. Um, but your story is something that a lot of people probably don't know. They probably see you all the time, never think about it, you know. And, um, you know, you talked a lot about, you know, a lot of people not knowing about, you know, the other side of you. So let's start off from the beginning, shall we? So, you know, as I mentioned, you say you got diagnosed with lupus at age 13, but what was life like for you growing up as a kid and, you know, before this, this health, you know, thing happened?
1: Um, okay. Well, when I was 13... I did not care about my health, like whatsoever. I mean, I'm pretty sure no 13-year-old or kid really cared about, you know, cares about their health. They just want to have fun, play. But um, when I got diagnosed, I didn't really, like I knew it was bad, but I was kind of just like, because I was in the room with my mom, my dad, you know, my family, and just seeing their reaction was worse than hearing the news you know what I mean like it was just more like I get it like they're they're diagnosed me with lupus and I I understood it was bad but they were taking it harder than I was and so I was just like why like you know I I just saw it as like okay this is something I have but I didn't I didn't it didn't hit me you know so it was kind of just like okay like so that was, that was pretty, um, traumatizing, but not because I got diagnosed, but seeing my family's reaction. And so then they put me on like six different medications. One of them being steroids. Okay. So ooh, ooh. No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why, I'm that, like- that's why
0: you're getting them gains. no. Those- <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's why I'm lifting heavy. (laughs) No, I don't take it anymore. But they actually wanted to put me back on it. But I haven't. I haven't. But (laughs) uh, He's like, "Mm, maybe you have. But so, you know, I was on six different medications. And I was on it for, I believe, a year and a half. And I just kind of, um, you know, it wasn't helping. Like, it wasn't making it better. And it wasn't making it worse. I was just staying the same, and I hated the symptoms. Like one of the symptoms was a moon face, so I had a moon face. Interesting. Yeah, it, it, like if you look up on Google, like some the girls or guys, with whomever's face is just like shaped like a moon. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> so I had a moon face, and like I just, uh, I just felt, you know manly too from you know and I just I just felt I wasn't there I wasn't you know I had different symptoms also like uh, fatigue um, and other things but so I ended up stopping cold turkey like I just I just stopped without telling anybody and you know I didn't know I was going to go through withdrawals I I didn't so I just you know had to get rushed to the hospital um, you know that's when i found i was going through withdrawal and the the doctors you know like tried to put me back on it and so i lied saying i was gonna be back on it but i wasn't so i decided um i was just gonna try to do it by like eating healthy by taking supplements by um taking care of my health so i did that for three months i did for three months just taking care of myself And when we did uh, blood work again, they ended up saying that I was, I um, went into remission, which is like, I was, you know, I don't have a lupus flare up. Like I was, everything was under control. So it was just weird to me how I was on medication for like almost a year and a half, getting no results, not getting better, not getting worse. And then when I, you know, changed my lifestyle, then all of a sudden, you know, like, I'm, my lupus is controlled. So it's kind of like, okay, so I don't need the medication. And of course, like, I'm not, you know, 100% against medication, because there are cases where you do need it. Um, but you know, I just, like being young, and then having to take all those medications, it's like, it just made me feel, you know, like an outcast almost, you know, like having to take certain precautions. But so yeah, that happened. Um, and so that's how I got into health. That's how I got into like the, the lifestyle, like just trying to figure out different foods, uh, finding the right products, and uh, just trying to take care of my, my health. But it wasn't like a smooth uphill, you know, journey where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm healthy now, you know, like, no, like I had to I had to go through withdrawals for fast food actually cuz oh. I used to Oh my god, like Ben the McDonald's
0: no more. Oh my god. <laughs> just brutal.
1: thinking about it cuz it tastes good. Come on. Like let's It tastes good. You know. Um <laughs> yeah, like back in the box is my go-to honestly. But um but I would have fast food like breakfast, lunch and dinner like not even well my mom would cook but my parents worked a lot so a lot of the times you know they they couldn't make food so I had to go buy but that was tough that was tough not eating fast food um and just like getting into the rhythm like I had a lot of mess ups for sure like it wasn't it wasn't like how it is now where I'm able to eat healthy with occasional cheat meals of course. and then uh, yeah because I mean I gotta live you know we gotta live <laughs> exactly but yeah so that that's how that
0: happened oh sure. perfect yeah you know what and the reason why I want you to to talk about you know your first experience with it you know because a lot of people don't know what lupus is right and so yeah. that's actually going to be my, my my first question for you is uh, you know what is lupus because I think I, I told you, I had a, a cousin who had lupus yeah. for many years mm-hmm. and I didn't know what she, I, I've heard, like I heard right before her passing that she had yeah. lupus, but I didn't know the symptoms. I knew she was in hospital a lot. She would lose a lot of weight. Yeah. Um. She, you know, she got very sick a lot of times and it just got a point where just walking up the steps was just, you know, a lot of uh, work for her. And yeah. um you know, a lot of people who don't know what lupus is. So, you know, what is lupus, you know, for people like me or other people who don't know?
1: Okay. Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, well, for one, it's an autoimmune disease and your immune system is attacking itself. So it's attacking um, other organs like your kidney, your heart, um, you know, your lungs, it's, it's attacking itself. And so that's one of the biggest things that people, kind of don't see people who don't know lupus don't really see it as that anything major because a lot of the times it's not visual so for a majority of my life like nobody really knew I had lupus because you look at me and I'm just like you know a normal kid like I look fine I'm like you know doing kid stuff right. and but internally that's where that's where everything is just you know happening so you know in my case like my kidneys are affected and like other um other organs that's open mostly my kidneys so you know you hear about Selena Gomez who you know her kidneys as well but everyone gets different symptoms so um it could be like you know very severe severe fatigue it could be um arthritis it could it could lead it's like a a gate opener for a bunch of other complications because it's attacking different things and then because of that it leads to those problems so that that's what what's tough is like you know you could have one thing and then all of a sudden it leads to something else so you know it's definitely um, hard cause it's like, you know, it's your immune system, your immune system is supposed to protect yourself. And that's one of the, the reasons why, you know, lupus patients get put on steroids because steroids is the, it suppresses the immune system. And oh. um, it, it basically, it's like, it stops it. So like the medications that I was taking, the whole goal was to stop my immune system like just to, for it not to work. So that would make me more prone to illnesses, to anything else, you know? But yeah, so that, that's lupus and, you know, one of, some of the fatigue, uh, some of the fatigues, some of the <laughs> symptoms that I get, you know, it's, um, you know, fatigue where I can't do like normal daily activities. Like it could be something just going to use the restroom. Um, now it's a little bit more controlled so i i've I've found what works for me because everybody's different um but a butterfly rash that for sure like they call it a butterfly rash but right now it's a i don't know if it's like out there right now but um i'll get like super red and if it's really bad and this is during like a flare-up it will literally be blistering and like oozing and like literally just my whole face is just oozing like it looks like yeah it looks straight out of like a horror movie and that actually I had never gotten a butterfly rash before until um like last year or so when I kind of went through like a super toxic relationship and one of the triggers for flare-ups is stress and just like you're literally you cannot stress out like I notice when I stress immediately like I get hot flashes or I get like uh, I start seeing symptoms and then that's when I have to put myself in check I have to like you know do things to help calm uh calm me down
0: wow that that's uh that's Eye-opening for me because I I didn't know like uh like you said and I think it's important too what you said it's not something you see on the outside for the most part yeah. you know and uh, you know this is gonna lead to the next thing I want to talk about because I know you mentioned you know at age thirteen we all know middle school and high school yeah that that, that those are rough years for everybody you know, know. unless you are popular like <laughs> me of course you know oh so. my god <laughs> <Let me stop. laughs> I have like you. Uh no, it takes a while, but don't worry. Oh about my
1: it. god. I'll teach you
0: the tricks off. <laughs> oh okay. I'll
1: when I see you at the
0: gym next time. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> that's funny. Um but you know at age 13 that's a that's a young <clears throat> age to to kind of find out you have such a a life um uh, you know changing uh diagnosis right yeah. so and I know you talked about you know the the relationship in high school and, you know, a lot of people not knowing about it. Um, But how was your journey throughout, you know, especially high school, you know, with this, because I know you talked about listening to podcasts and music to try to work on you physically, mentally, and emotionally to deal with this. Uh, So how was that time period of, you know, getting used to being uh, used to having lupus, I should say?
1: Okay, so I mean, it was definitely a difficult transition. Um, it was really just like forcing myself to go out of my my comfort zone because it's like come I mean, in high school, you know, people are drinking. They may not be 21, but people are drinking, you know, people are going out, partying, you know, doing things like, and I wanted to do, you know, I mean, just being realistic here, like, I wanted to do that too. You know, I wanted to go out. I wanted to have fun. I wanted to do what everyone else was doing, you know? And it's diff- it was difficult because I noticed when I would, then it was like, oh my gosh, now I'm feeling like this. So it was very, like, it forced me, like, the, like do I want to feel like this again? Like, do I want to feel like this tomorrow? So I started kind of like asking myself, OK, if I eat this or if I go there, if I stay out late, if I do that, there's going to be a consequence. And that consequence is my my health. And I'm going to feel it because, I, you know, I feel it. And more now, like if I do something, there's there's going to be you know something that I feel the next morning. So it was just kind of like getting hit, like. I would like let myself get hit and then I would have to learn the hard way. So that's, that's really how it happened. And so then when every time I was getting like a flare up or every time I was getting a new symptom or something, it was like, uh, you're off track, you know, you're off track, like, come on, you know, it's, it's only going to get worse. So it was, it was just very like, it put me in check. And so finally, you know, I, I started listening to my body and, um, <clears throat> that's when I started, you know, going more into personal development, and like, uh, listening to different people, I mean, I don't know, like, Ed Led or, uh, you know, Tony Robbins, like, just different people, and just kind of, like, trying to change the way I think, change my mindset, change the way I, you know, um, like, how I live, just change my lifestyle, because it's it's a lifestyle, like, there's no way that you can um, just start, being different one day you know like you have to really like put yourself in a different you know mindset but yeah so it was it was a long process and i remember i would listen to these videos and motive or like those motivational videos on youtube where people are just yelling at you oh yeah (laughs) just that (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) so those would be on repeat and i remember my parents they would hear it from my room and my dad would just be like, what the hell are you listening to? Like, <laughs> damn. He was like, you want me to yell at you? I'll yell at you. He's like, you don't need those videos. I'll just do it myself. And it was just, um, I was just on a mission to just change, you know, change the way I think, change who I, you know, like being, oh my gosh, sorry.
0: <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, so it was, it was a process. And now, um, after doing all that, like, I realized that it's less motivational videos and more doing. I do watch them. I do listen to them. I do, you know, but I would listen to it for hours, but not do anything. Like, it's like, there's a difference between just you know, taking it in, taking it in. It's like, but then you don't, there's no action being made. There's nothing, you're not working towards something. You're not, um, it's just, yeah. That's when I had to learn after a while that you could listen to as many motivational videos as you want and you'll still be in the same place, but you have to, unless you do something about it.
0: Oh, that's a hundred percent true. And you know what? The, one of the biggest things for me because uh, I told you I had asthma. I have asthma. Yeah, I don't have it. Yeah. I have it.
1: You have, and, yeah.
0: Man, let me <laughs> let me correct it myself. <laughs> <because> I had. <have. laughs> no, I still got it. <laughs> but you know, for me, I because I, I had it since I was a kid. And my mom even if she heard this, she would a hundred percent agree. I used to always be in denial about it. And um, and it wasn't more so because I wasn't aware of it. It's just I didn't want to feel different. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. when we mm-hmm. play sports, so when we went outside to, you know, do physical activity or something, I'd be like, oh, I do need my asthma pump. Oh, I'm good. Oh. I- I'll be wheezing. I wouldn't be able to breathe. I'm good. I don't need my asthma pump. And, you know, luckily, I haven't, I haven't had an asthma attack until, yeah. you know, two years ago. But it was that denial that's put me in the hospital that's left me, you know, People don't know what it's like to not be able to breathe
1: until they actually
0: experience that. And I've had so many close calls with my health because of my denial. And it happened all the way up until I would say college was the first time I actually acknowledged it because I was away from home for the first time. So I didn't have my mom to save me. I didn't have family to save me. Um, But throughout those years, especially in high school stuff, I I was the cool kid. I had to act cool, you know, because you can't be popular... I'm making a joke about it, but, you know, all seriousness, you don't want to be the popular guy in school and then people see you with an inhaler, you know what I'm saying? At least yeah. for me. And mm-hmm. um, doing stuff like that, it, it's not worth the risk. But I think what you said, sometimes it's, it's more important to, even though you take stuff in, you have to do something about it, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so for you dealing with this, you know, especially, you know, 10 years later, you know, being an adult now, um how has your life changed especially at this point in your life because you're not a kid no more I mean you're still yeah. young but yeah. now you, you get to do things on your own you got a full-time job you content create you got a bunch of stuff going on which is why your, your cell phone was ringing you know but <laughs>
1: <laughs> my next appointment no, yeah yeah kidding. I
0: forgot Beyonce with no I'm kidding <laughs> no, I'm just... uh-huh. um so you know how has it changed from when you was 13, you know, eating fast food and cereal and Pop Tarts to now being an adult and, you know, having yeah. to do things on your own? How has that yeah. changed for you?
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't think my old self would recognize me <laughs> if, you know, <laughs> they saw me right now. Um, Honestly, I'm very, like, surprised at even how much I've grown and, like, you know, I've I thank God every day for like just even being like, for example, I'm pretty sure if I was where I was at now, being the same way that I used to be, like I would be having like hot Cheetos everywhere, donuts. like I'd be just going on a like a wild free. because when you have money and it's like you're just buying, buying, you're buying, you're buying, you're buying. And I would spend it on food. And, or I would um, be going out. I would be just doing, probably being like a traviesa or something. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, But just kind of like, I don't know, just definitely not having the same mindset. Definitely. Like, and not being on top of my like supplements or like not being on top of um, just different, like, it's just crazy to me because I remember my mom or my, my mom and my doctor, they would, they were worried for me before I was going to go off to college because they were like, if you can't get in the habit of taking your, taking care of yourself now, like, how are you going to do it when you're alone? Like, like you said, like you said with the asthma, like, you know, your, your mom wasn't there, you know, to, for your attacks or anything. Like it wasn't, it was just like, that's what, what got them was like, who's going to take care of you when we're not there? Like, they're not going to be taking care of me all the time. Cause I, I really didn't care about my health. Like I really did. Like I, um, I was in the, still in the uh, process of, you know, prior trying to figure out my priorities.
0: Absolutely. Um, um,
1: but yeah, like there's no way that I would be here living alone and, you know, making different, making like the right things a priority if it wasn't for the journey that I had gone through. Cause there's just no way, like, I'm, I don't even know how it just kind of (laughs) happened. I don't even know (laughs) how it happened, but it just happened. And yeah, definitely living on your own, it's, you have to take care of yourself. And if you don't, you know, there's going to be consequences. So yeah, I, I definitely, adulting is uh, a lot better now you know because i actually know what to prioritize
0: yeah. right but but it goes back to it's been a long period so you know you have it you know what the things that you have to do of course you don't know everything right but yeah you know enough that you know how to you know go about your day and exactly. you know figuring out how to, to cope with it right um, yeah which is why like it was surprising Cause I used to see you in the gym all the time. And I'm like, when, when I heard, when you told me you had lupus, Oh, I think I saw it. I think I saw you post some on Instagram. Yeah. I think, yeah I think you
1: saw it through a post first.
0: Yeah. I was like, wait, what is she coming in? She works out like this all the time. And I, <laughs> it, it wasn't like, not in a disrespectful way, but it was more so like, Hmm. Like I've never seen someone with health conditions, especially Cause I didn't know what lupus was. I had an idea, but I yeah. wasn't expecting someone that comes more than I do when I when I work <laughs> at the place. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. At one point, I was going like twice a day for a while, and then I think you called it out too, right? You were like, "Do you come twice?" Yeah. Right. There, you or someone else? I think there were t- there were three different workers there that called it out, and I was just like, "Yeah."
0: i (laughs) I respect it though you know but it, it, it goes to show though how much you are in control of your life because most people and nothing against uh people who have uh illnesses and diagnosis of this magnitude but some people you know they they it, they still deny even after so many years. And yeah. I will say even, you know, as a 26 year old guy, this time's where, you know, I failed to get more asthma <laughs> <I> medication. <acknowledge. laughs> I will admit that. So um, how did your journey into fitness become such a priority? Because I know you talked about, you know, getting up at three in the morning, uh, starting a routine of, you know, coming to the gym to do weightlifting in the morning, then coming back mm-hmm. at night to do your cardio and do marathons. How did you let your fitness become such a priority knowing that, you know, maybe I could take a step back because I have lupus. I don't need to go this hard. But what made you decide, you know what, I want to work on myself and continue working harder?
1: Okay, well, for one, um, I definitely did go through a lot i you know I went through depression I went through just I was at war with my, myself not only internally you know my not only internally but like mental you know what I mean like just my thoughts are just just everywhere like and just I was just going through a very difficult time and I wasn't happy like I would literally and it's crazy because I would take it out on other people, you know, like, it's sad to say, but I would, Um, and, like, my family, or just, like, in general, like, I just wasn't a happy person, and um, that even made my health worse, but because of that, and I had no routine or nothing, like, I was literally just, like, I was just doing nothing, like, I was just, yeah, doing nothing, and I realized, like, I need, like, I need to, this needs to stop, like I need change. I need, you know, if I don't change, I'm gonna be like this. And then I uh, started for some reason, like I started seeing some, like meeting actual like lupus patients, like random places, like literally. And then they would just tell me that they had lupus and I was like, well, that's so weird. Like, um, but of course it happened for a reason. And they were telling me, like, you know, they're going through this, they're going through that, like, they're in and out of the hospital. And I was in and out of the hospital when I was uh, younger, too. But theirs was, like, worse now. And then they were telling me, just wait till you hit um, 21. Just wait till you hit 22. Or I'm just like, I don't Why are you telling me this? I was like, are you, I'm like, what? You're already predicting my Yeah, my what is uh, this? yeah I was just like dang you know they're over here scaring me and I'm just like oh my gosh like I don't want like they'll have like their are living aids you know like they're 45 having like a babysitter you know and it, it scared me it was just like oh my gosh like I don't want to be that way, you know what I mean like I don't want my body to to fail me you know like I'm already going through shit like I don't want you know, to have to rely on someone. So that was when I, I decided to make a change and just, you know, I was like, okay, like I need to first, you know, change my mindset. So I went back to obviously um, you know, the motivational videos, but more of the gym, like more like trying to change my mentality, trying to strengthen my mind through the gym. Like I wasn't at first I would go for like physical appearance like looking a certain way and that just made it worse <laughs> that literally, I was like, it literally made it worse like i if anything i went through more depression because i was like oh, i don't look like this i don't look like that but once i changed that and like i really don't care how i look like honestly if i end up like a like a freaking you know bulky <laughs> <grow up laughs> with like a, a bunch of muscles but, but um but yeah, and I was just like, I need to just, you know, go hard and just, but not for physical appearance, just to, to feel better, to just go. Cause I was never consistent growing up. Like I was never, um, like I never finished anything. Like I would start something when it finished. I would, I just had a weak mindset. Like as soon as I felt uncomfortable, I felt like even a little bit of pain or discomfort i'd stop or like my parents would be like oh it's okay like you don't have to like it's okay you could quit oh they're yelling at you which a coach is gonna do right yeah oh they're yelling at you okay okay it's okay we'll pull you out and it was just like that my whole life like oh okay you're you're um you can't do this like or you can't you can't do your homework you didn't do this okay well we'll just tell them about your lupus and then they'll let it slide Con- my whole life just very like i was i was like the victim you know what i mean so to get out of that was it was difficult but um but yeah i was like no like so if i would if i was feeling pain if i was feeling discomfort i was like i'm just going to i'm just going to fucking do it like i'm just going to go like if i'm just going to i'm not going to talk myself out of it like i normally do like i'm not going to whine or complain well I'll complain, but I'll, I'll keep going.
0: <laughs> it's human yeah. nature to complain. It's all good.
1: Yeah. I was like, I'll complain. Yeah. Like I was hearing a video. They're like, uh, cry to keep going. And I was like, that's me. <laughs> I'm all cry. <crying>. But, <clears throat> and so, yeah. So I, that's when I started waking up. First, it was uh, I would go to the gym at five in the morning. So that's like, first I, I started at that. And then I was like started going earlier because I, I don't want to stay in my comfort zone. Like I want to always constantly be uncomfortable because I feel like once I get stuck in that comfortable zone, that's when I start going downhill and like old habits start coming back. So then I, I went to like, you know, four in the morning and then I was going twice a day. Um, and then now, you know, I go at three thirty in the morning and then I'm and I feel good. Like, I, I don't, I make sure I sleep early too. Like, I go to sleep at like 8 30. So, I go to sleep at 8 30. Wait, wait,
0: wait, 8 30 p.m.?
1: <laughs> yeah. I couldn't
0: imagine. I have to. I'm, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, and then I run now. So, like, okay, I go to the gym in the morning and then I run at uh, the Rose Bowl or anywhere, whatever, but Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays. And then Saturdays being my most miles. Um, But yeah, so it's just constant, you know, like trying to strengthen how I think and, you know, just all that stuff. But that's why I go so hard in the gym and I try to do the best I can. I try to do the most I can. I'm constantly moving, like I try not to take naps, um, even though sometimes I know I do need it because obviously I have to listen to my body. But um, because I just don't, I don't want to be that, um, you know, that person with, um, you know, I I just want to get labeled, like, oh, she has an illness, it's okay. Like, which was my whole life. Like, oh, she can't do the dishes. But I noticed that when I started going to the gym more, um, I actually started getting my I stopped getting joint pain. I stopped getting uh, well, actually, I would get it a lot in the beginning because I'm pretty sure it was, you know, I needed to develop. I needed to. But I pushed through even through that pain. I didn't overdo it. But and now I, I think I, tr- I really believe that I strengthened my um, my joints and my muscles because I, I don't get it. And before I would get it so bad like I couldn't I couldn't even grip I couldn't even grip or I couldn't like just write I couldn't write I couldn't draw like I couldn't do certain things with my my hands and I was just like oh my gosh like I'm like at the time I was like I'm 20 and I can't do this like what the heck so but definitely you know now like I'm I can you know grab a 40-pound dumbbell, I
0: could grab it. I see you,
1: I'll <laughs> be seeing you. <laughs> and I'm fine, you know? I mean, and again, every now and then I'll, I'll get a little bit of a feeling, but nothing too, like, nothing like how it used to be.
0: You know, it, it, it's something you said, uh, stood out, it was the fact that you said people always looked at you as the victim. And that, yeah. you know, they they hear about you, you know, having lupus and stuff. Oh, you know, she, she's this poor... A yeah. Girl who can't do anything. It's crazy how many people think like that. It, yeah, it, uh huh. It's crazy, and you know, it, it it's crazy to think about because we kind of have a similar thing, whereas, but it's different though because for you, even though people made you the victim a lot of times, I made myself the victim because uh. I, I <laughs> my 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 favorite line even today. Sometimes I'd be joking about it, but. Is I got asthma. So, you know, hey, uh, hey Percy, can you uh, go to the store? I got asthma, I can't go. <laughs> I was like, hey, uh-huh. You want you want to run this marathon? I got asthma. I, I can't you do told it.
1: me, you told me that all the time. <laughs> I mean,
0: I've been doing all the time, you know. But when I was it when I was younger, especially from uh elementary to high school, I used to use that line all the time to get uh-huh. out of exercise, any type of fitness or work. And I think the first time I went to the gym was freshman year of college. And I don't know why I did it. Cause I always hated the gym. I, I thought it was stupid. Don't ask me why, but
1: and now you work at it.
0: <laughs> exactly. And the first work that I ever did, I think I gassed out 10 minutes easy. I needed not even ask a pump. But I was like, I can't do this, but I kept going because I was like, you know what? If I want to change, I got to do something because I have two younger brothers who had asthma too with me, but they grew out of it or they've, they've made it very minuscule compared to me because they used to be active all the time playing basketball and everything. Whereas I would just be like, no, I can't play. I got asthma. I'm sitting out. And so I think when I was uh, 18, 19 years old was the first time I actually did some, some physical activity. And ever since then, I haven't stopped. But it was that point. It was like you know what? If I want to get this better and make it better, um, I will. I don't think I'll ever get rid of my asthma, but I can at least improve it to the point yeah. where you know I don't yeah. need a. Every time I walk up a flight of steps, I need you know I'm wheezing, so, um, you know I think it's important, like you said, your fitness, mentally, yeah. physically, emotionally, taking care of yourself because those, when you're, well in all those areas it becomes a much easier to deal with it. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. a lot of people for some reason and everybody's journey is different, but a lot of people sometimes fail in certain areas more than others and they get the, get the tiered to improve mm-hmm. because, you know, people make them feel like the victim. Oh, you can't yeah. go to the gym? You you too old, you too sick. You,
1: and they believe it. They're like and then they start like that victimizing ends up rubbing off on them. And then now they believe it.
0: Right. You know, it. It it's sad to see how people treat illnesses and, and stuff like that. But you know what? I think as long as you have a good support system and you, you learn to cope with it, it gets a lot easier. Which leads me to this part, you know, because like I said you know, it's been 10 years, it's been a growth. And, you know, you have a nine to five job, you're doing a lot of things, constantly creating, doing music. You're always working out, always being physically active. You know, how do you find the time and the balance to do all those things without, you know, um, feeling like you're over pushing yourself?
1: Mm. I see. Okay. That's a good question. So, um, I definitely had to find a balance uh, because in the beginning I was overexerting myself and I definitely do like prioritize. Of course, my supplements, 100%. I take like a billion of them. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I prioritize self-care. Like I make sure I sleep eight hours. Like, like it's not just like, I'm, you know, pushing my body to its limit. And then I'm like not taking care of it. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> I, you know, I really try my hardest to eat healthy and a combination of everything. It's crazy what your, your body can do. You know, like my parents or people have told me, and again, like I, I would have, I don't even sometimes believe that I'm doing what I'm doing right now. Um, but it, it's just like, you know, your body is a machine, you know, you have to feed it the right nutrients. You have to, you treat it good, treat it with love. Like, and you know, if you do everything, of course you'll, you're not perfect. So you might have some slip-ups here and there, you know, just, I, there's no way I could do what I'd be doing now. If I wasn't eating healthy, if I wasn't taking the right supplements, I've been taking the same supplements for like two years if I wasn't um like you just you really have to take care of everything because if you don't there's no way you know especially with my my health condition there's just no way so that's definitely how I am able to do majority of the things that I that I can do um and make time for you know going to the studio or make time for um, drawing, you know, like couple hours of drawing every day, um, <clears throat> you know, like reading, I, I've been reading. So just like, you know, there's, there's 24 hours in a day. Like, honestly, if you just put your phone down, you just, you know, you'll have a lot of time. And I, I didn't realize how much time that I actually do, how we, that we have, until i stopped like going on my phone as much you'll get a lot done if you just you know close instagram uh or like turn off the tv like i don't watch tv like i have a tv here and i I don't watch it the only time i watch it is if you know i have a visitor like a guest and then i'll play it just for like background noise or if they want to watch something but otherwise like i don't watch it unless it's euphoria
0: Uh, oh, what's up with people in that show no i'm
1: kidding <laughs> it's a good show it's crazy it's a wild show it, get, it has me on my like edge of the seat all the time
0: you know uh, my my girlfriend rams on about that show and i'm like really i'm not watching no yeah i you yeah. should
1: watch it with her
0: Ah, I like my divorce court, my Steve Wilkos, my, oh, you know, my-, <laughs> my keeping up with the Kardashians, you know? No really?
1: No, I used no. to watch them, but no, it's too much drama.
0: I it's like unnecessary it. drama.
1: Huh?
0: I, I'm not watching. No. Mm-mm.
1: I believe no, it's okay. You, you don't have to lie. It's okay.
0: <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> I want my attorney. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> now I, I wanna ask you. Um, I know you said. You know when you first had it and even for, for many years a lot of people didn't know you had lupus um do is it the same mindset now where you don't tell a lot of people or are you more open about it with people oh my
1: gosh yeah I was scared <laughs> I didn't want to <laughs> I didn't want to tell people because I did not want people to see me differently you know like I don't I don't want to be labeled as like the sick girl you know what I mean or I just I didn't want people to know Um, it took me a while to start posting about my lupus and I'm still like (laughs) I barely like I'm still slowly like when you had followed me I barely started posting about my lupus like it was not an easy thing for me but I just want to be you know that you know person who is able to be vulnerable because I I know social media can be very toxic and where people you know only post their highlights you know people are only showing their best parts of their life and then it gets other people depressed or they start comparing themselves to these influencers now is my biggest um, issue as well like I would compare myself to a lot of these influencers like I was a hater.
0: I was a low-key
1: <laughs> hater. And you know, I can say that now because it's not that way anymore, but I, I really was like and I I became that way. And you know, I decided I had to delete my Instagram too. Like it was just so toxic. But that's when I made the decision that, you know, like, I want to be something positive, you know, like, I want to be that light on Instagram, like, I want to be someone who's able to be vulnerable, be herself, you know, and like, show the good times, show the bad times. And, you know, just that I'm, I'm going, you know, day by day, I'm just taking it. That's all I'm doing is taking it day by day. Like, I wake up in the morning, like, how am I feeling today? Like, I never try to to think about, of course I, I think about my future, but I don't make it like my life. Cause it's like, we're not even there yet. Like I'd rather just be present, you know, like, Oh, I don't want to get overwhelmed. Like, Oh, well I should be here. Or like, when am I going to get to that point in my life? When am I going to be, um, <clears throat> I don't know, like this or that. And it's like, no, like I'm here right now, you know, I'm, I'm doing this and I'm, i you know, I've come a long way and it's like, you're, you're building a wall, you know, like you need this brick, you need that brick, the next one, you're just kind of, you're just going piece by piece, you know? And so that's really how I view it. And that's really why I post what I do. And I, I post my, my lupus, I'm going to be posting more about lupus um, because again, like, I don't even think a lot of people know about lupus or, you know, the, that it's an actual struggle, like, it's not just, oh, yeah, she has not autoimmune disease, she's, you know, she has lupus, but it's, like, no, like, people can, you know, die from it, you know, people can literally suffer, and, you know, it's horrible, and that's why, like, if I'm able to do all this while having lupus like i hope i can inspire some people with lupus or people without lupus or without any disease it's like you know you can do it as well you know
0: oh that that's powerful Mm -hmm. stuff and i think you know what i think what you said you have to get to a point in your life where you get comfortable and knowing your true self right and i think it was something it took me a long time i think last year was the first time i actually started opening up because like you said social media um if you go on my page and stuff or you know people see me in these videos and they think oh this guy's just a tool bag yeah he just some people think i'm a douchebag you know not Are that i blame them Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But you know what, but it's, it's one of those things where I don't tell people about myself. You know, I think slowly, especially doing this podcast and and stuff being more in the public eye, I've, I was like, you know what, let me make people realize I am a human too. You know, I think people get, they see the hand and stuff and they think I'm a this perfect guy. And it's like, no, I'm far from perfect. Like, like I said, I have asthma. A lot of times it could be a very hot day and it's humid. If I walk up, you know, a couple flights of steps, i might have to pull on my asthma pump. And, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of people, you know, used to make fun of me about it um, oh. and, and stuff like that. And I don't really hold any hard feelings about it. But, you know, nowadays I'm more open about it because I think it's something where you know what? I, I'm no different than you, but yeah, yeah. I, I do have something wrong with me. You know what I'm saying? And it's not wrong with that. I don't look at it as a that- bad way. You know, sometimes I might have to pull on my ass and pup in the middle of the gym yeah. and you know, yeah. I, I'm a See, big you dude, but
1: it. there you go. You own it.
0: I, you know what? Because you know what? Like you said, it, it, when you're talking about social media and, you know, meeting people and seeing other people, you start comparing yourself at what cost, though? Do I want to be that guy who compares myself all the time and then I drop down in the middle of the gym because, you know, I'm trying to compete with the guy next yeah. to me? It's, uh,
1: not, it's
0: not worth it. You know, it, yeah. it, it's not worth it. And um, I think that was something very important that you said, is the fact that you shouldn't compare yourself to other people. You yeah. have to do your own thing, stay in your lane, and, you know, take pride in, you know, anything that you have, whether it's lupus, asthma, yeah. uh, anything chronic you know, own it and, and, you know, be your true self and don't let anybody make you feel less of a person just because, you know, we all got problems, you know?
1: Yeah. And that's, that was the hardest. I think that was honestly the hardest thing for me to overcome, you know, especially once I started getting more of the, the butterfly rash and just like, um, like that was, I didn't even want to I didn't want to take off my mask. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, I seriously didn't. You know, like, I, oh my gosh, like, I couldn't even look in the mirror without wanting to, like, cry or wanting to, you know, like, just talk sh- shit about myself, you know? And right. I, you know, it was just very hard. But once I, like, you said, what, what you said was perfect. Like, once you realize, that nobody's perfect and that everyone has their own shit even if it's behind closed doors like they have something they're going through they have insecurities they have this it's like we're the only ones that are putting these people on a higher pedestal but they bleed they cry they have they they're human we're human so it's like once I just realized that you know who cares like this is me this is who I am and if I wake up with a freaking red face deal with it don't look at me then you know what I mean like (laughs) just don't talk to me like but this is me this is who I am like why am I gonna ruin my peace stress myself out over something that I can't even control or I am controlling but it just so happened to get flared up like it, it was just like I like just this you know, whole year has just been a very, like a, a year of just trying to heal, you know, heal and just acknowledge when I'm feeling a certain way, like, you know, and then shifting it. We have a choice. We have, we all have a choice. It's just, you know, are you going to make the right choice? Are you going to make the bad choice? Like you, do you choose to make yourself feel shittier or do you choose to, you know, turn that around? Do you, you know, kind of, it's, it's kind of like we put ourselves down. We, we can have, we can bring ourselves up if we really wanted to, you know what I mean? You know, some people just really like being the victim. So then they, they keep telling themselves things that are making them more the victim, or they keep telling themselves things, but why not tell yourself something positive? Why not tell you, why not do the opposite? You know what I mean? Like do something that's going to make you feel good. And so that's definitely been um like something that I've been working on right now is just like choices and like you know not comparing and just being present and you know just enjoying life, you know, just as I am, you know who I am
0: oh absolutely, and that's why like um i I was looking forward to have you on because i I see you know um when it comes to social media and stuff. Of course, everybody has fun. You have fun too. But I see the, the amount of work that you're putting into to make awareness the fact that yeah, I'm living with lupus, and yet I, I still go to the gym. I'm still working. I still I'm doing mm-hmm. everything else that everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I have this, and this is my truth. You know, and I think I think you should use that the advantage. Don't be like me and say you know I have asthma just to get out of stuff. <laughs> but yeah. you know what i think i think using social media is a great way especially for someone like, like you because now you you get people who are struggling because i'm sure there's people who go to the gym that we don't know who's probably suffering too and they probably feel yeah. very um intimidated you know they always compare themselves to the other girls all yeah. other guys um i think it's doing, horrible. yeah mm-hmm. it's you know it it's, it's human nature. Unfortunately, we do tend to, you know, compare ourselves to each other. Yeah. But I also say it's always nice to see someone who's doing something different. And, you know, it's what separates you from the influences and stuff is not that you're not just selling makeup. You're not just selling the clothing line. You're selling the fact that, yeah, I have a medical condition. And yet I'm working, I'm hardworking, and this is not going to stop me. And I think... Mm-hmm. uh I think you could use that to your advantage, for sure, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely want that to be my message, you know? Like, I just, I want to be that, like, breath of fresh air, you know what I mean?
0: Whoa, whoa, like, you still on no. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: why I said it. <laughs> oh charismatic. Uh, <laughs>
0: you kidding me? Oh, my. She's committing a criminal offense. now.
1: Good. <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely that is one of my biggest messages. Cause I did, I I did want to be one of those influencers, those makeup, you know, like or those uh like, it's so cringy for me to say it, but like, those like baddies. <laughs> it's, like the, it's cringe, okay, but you know, of course, I'm gonna I'm be authentic here. Yeah, I did, you know, and it, it's just but it's not me, you know, it's not me. And once I finally accepted that, and just, you know, just started being myself, I've, you know, been my happiest, of course, I have my lows, but I definitely strive every day to, you know, work on myself and be my best self.
0: So you touched on this a little bit. So what is your, like your ultimate goal? Um, cause like, like I said, you're doing a lot of things yeah. in life right now. Um, is there anything particular, especially, cause I know sometimes people, you know, they'll have a nine to five, but their true goal is to be, you know, influencer or a content mm-hmm. creator full time. Is, is that what you're looking for? It's, is to be a content creator who makes awareness, spread awareness about your condition or, and helping other people, who's going on their journey with a a condition like that, whether similar or not to yours, or are you just, you know, just using whatever tools you can along the journey to kind of, you know, say, Hey, you know, I may be different. And I say different in a positive way, uh, but that don't stop me. It shouldn't stop you.
1: Yeah. So I I definitely do have a goal. I don't want to be working a nine to five, 100%. Like I want to be my own boss.
0: Um, me neither but
1: uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah so I, I I want to just help people you know that and I think that's what my main goal is it's like nothing like with the whether it's helping people with my my videos because I'm inspiring I'm motivating or helping people find new recipes you know what I mean like uh, whether it's how just literally helping people like I don't have because I, I do so much, it took me a while to figure out like, what, what do I need to do? Because people kept saying, people kept telling me, choose one thing, choose one thing. And it's like, how can I choose one thing when I, when I do so much and I didn't want to just choose one thing. So that's why like with Instagram, like, I just really want it to be, you know, just posting. It's just my life. You know what I mean? It's just posting my life and you know, helping people through that process. And even with my drawing, I was like, how can I, because I'm, I'm a graphic artist, so it's like, how can I use that to help people? Like, how can I, like, I'm constantly asking myself this. And so, you know, I, I have come up with something like, I, it's like not in the, like, it's not a hundred percent, but I definitely want to use my drawings, well, my digital art and turn it into an NFT and then use it to give back to um, give back to people. So I kind of figured out like how I want to do it and what I want to do. And now it's just actually doing it. But that's just my main goal is just helping as many people as I can, whether it's inspiring, motivating, or just like physically helping them.
0: That's amazing. I think you're inspiring me a little bit. I, oh. I need to step up my work ethic. You know? oh,
1: you.
0: oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. No, you know, it's it's refreshing to, to, you know, hear stuff like that, hear positivity, because like you said, most people, their only goal is to be famous and rich, and yeah. they don't, they don't yeah. really care about helping other people, and, um, you know, for me, this is what this podcast is about, because we, t- yeah, we have jokes, we laugh, and, yeah. uh, you know, we have a good time, but it's also about helping others, also about, um, you know, aspiring other people, and I think you know your journey is something that um, uh, a lot of people can take inspiration from, because you you've talked about the highs and the lows. You know, a lot of people they think it's a walk in the park, and and I mention that because you know, especially with COVID, you know, a lot of people. One of the symptoms of COVID, right, is uh uh your your chest getting tight, you can't breathe, and you know I look at all the people. That made fun of me and laughed, and I had a a, a buddy who used to make fun about me uh, having asthma. Got COVID and he couldn't breathe. He had to go to the hospital, mm-hmm. um, and get uh, what is it? Uh, and and the, cub- What was it
1: called? Oh, was he on a ventilator?
0: Yeah, yeah, ventilator. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. And um, I remember I was talking to him. And he was like, "Yo, man, is this what it feels like?" Said, mm. "Yup." It's, it's, it's not fun it might be funny to you because you're, you're perfectly healthy you know you do you live in life like you got not you know nothing else better to do but now when you actually go through something now you see it's not that fun you know yeah. it, it's, it's a lot that goes behind the scenes that you don't see mm-hmm. you know we all struggle but some of us might struggle more than others but like you said it doesn't define us it makes us yeah stronger. so um you know it was good to have you on because thank you. we, we got to talk about stuff like this more. You know, yeah. I think I think COVID kind of helped because I think now people, especially with the health scares and the, the death rate and, and a lot of people still suffering from the effects. Um, you know, I think there has been a big emphasis on health. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think um, for you, this is definitely uh, y- your journey. Uh, your, your, uh, your life is a, it's an inspiration. Even it's only been 10 years, you know, it's still, yeah. I can't relate to that. You know, even though I have asthma, I can't relate to that. You know, most people can relate to, you know, what you went through. Um, so is that any final thoughts, whether it's to write, you know, just people in general, or you want to reach out to, uh, people who's gone through something similar or not similar. Um, is there any final thoughts that you want to, you want to leave people with?
1: Um, I mean, I would just say just to keep going. Like, even if you feel like you're not making progress, you are like we are we are our hardest critic. Like, seriously, like you, you're literally, and again, I'm speaking from you know, personal experience, like I was my worst enemy, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I, I feel like a lot of people can say the same. So just Go day by day, you know, don't stress out. Yeah, look at the bigger picture. But at the end of the day, like live right now in this moment and do the best you can in this moment. You know, that's that's it. That's all I have to say.
0: That's perfect. I'm going to leave off with this. You know, I I don't really need to sum it up. But this what you said when you sent me this will sum it up. You say now I wake up every morning choosing happiness choosing peace, choosing consistency, and loving God. And mm-hmm. whether you believe in God or not, that, that's your choice. I'm not, I'm not here trying to be a, a pastor, but I think that is a great way to sum it up. Be happy of who you are. You're not different. You might have a different lifestyle. You might have a different life compared to somebody. But you're not different, you know? And, you know, embrace who you are and let people know you're here to stay, baby, and um,
1: exactly. Yes, uh, I love that.
0: <laughs> no, I need my five thousand dollars. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh, I'm I'm switching gyms. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, thank you for having me. Honestly.
0: Oh, absolutely. It was a pleasure. It was, like I said, this is something not just for you or for me, but for other people too. Because yes, I'm expired. Inspired, I'm sure people listen is going to be inspired, and um, most importantly, I will get my five grand after this is over. Oh, so no life is, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I'm in debt
1: now, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> pay up, baby, pay up. <laughs> oh, my god, oh man. Um, no, it was definitely good to have you, and uh, I, I definitely look forward to having you on again. Because I think we we can have a lot more talks and conversations. And, um, you know, like I always say, a helping hand is a better hand. Thank you to Kelsey. uh... (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the most entertaining podcast of all time. And thank you. To all my fans, supporters, and listeners around the world, whether you're from a small town in Utah, to Los Angeles, to Sweden, to Finland, to Russia, thank you. Because with your support, we have become one of the most top-rated podcasts on Spotify in 2021. So thank you all for all your contribution and listening to this podcast. And I also got to mention one thing, just, just one thing. If you want to donate or contribute to this podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash the Prince of Fresh Air, which is in the links and it's my main platform and you can go to listener support and you could donate anywhere from 50 cents to 10 grand. I'm not, I'm not judging, but thank you guys for an amazing year, two years into this and it's all because of you. So thank you and let's get right back to the action. Shall we?